Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. One we're going to talk about right away that should not be on the hot seat. Why are they in the hot seat is Coach Steve Sarkeesian at Texas. One issue we have in college football, coaching in general, we need to give people time. The only people that maybe don't deserve a crazy huge amount of time is in the pros because they get paid a lot of money. Now, college football, they get paid a lot of money. But in the NFL and NBA, they're professionals. I think in football, you need to give them a couple years to build culture and build everything and see sustain, to see it continue to go up. We've talked about that before. We have to see some high word trajectory of what's going on. So, you know, Prime example is Chicago Bears and Matt Nagy. Matt Nagy comes in, they go 12 and 4. So then, then the next year, you're going to want to see 9, 10 to 12, 13 wins. It's hard to go in the NFL when you win 12 games one year to go the next year and say, let's win 12 games again or win 13, 14. That is very tough to do in the NFL. But you want to see some type of success. So let's say, you know, that next year you win, you know, like the Bears, they won eight games. Okay, well, we got frustrated with that, but we can live with that. The next year, you're going to see 10 wins. See some upward trajectory of what's going on. College, it's about the same. College, you've got to recruit kids. The way the transfer portal is working out, people are transferring. But in college, it's, it's kind of similar. But in college, since you're dealing with 18, 19, 20, 21-year-olds, I think you have to give more time. You have to see that upward trajectory. And then if you have a bad year, that can't be the end all be all. Now the next so if you go 10 and 2 one year, then the next year you go 9 and 3. That's still pretty good. You're still there. Then the next year you go four and you know you win four games. Okay. Well, that is a little bit of a red flag, but it's nothing to be concerned about because then let's say the next year you go. Eight, nine, ten wins. Well, you've just added six to seven more wins or whatever to that from the previous year. Now, if you go win four games, win five games, and win three games, that's where you start to be a little bit concerned. And another thing athletic directors have to do when they look at colleges, who can they go higher? And then a failure, it's similar, but 
you got guys that maybe weren't coaching that year, took a year off. You've got some assistants that have worked under a head coach that you want to hire. In college, you have to go find, is there successful offensive coordinators? Do people want to be head coaches uh, and, and everything else? So you have to make sure that before you make a decision like that, there is somebody out there you're going to be able to hire. It's going to maybe change that. You know, there's just a lot of different things. It depends on what school you are, depending on what's been going on. And we'll talk about that here and there. But Steve Sarkeesian had his first year at Texas, and already an article has put that he's on the hot seat after one year. And this is where I have a problem with people, especially that write this stuff, that probably never played football, um, even at the high school, but they just want to talk and write about it. Here's the thing. I understand Texas is at the top. Texas is one of those schools, again, that's going to sit there and say championship, championship, championship. You know, they haven't won a championship since I believe Vince Young or somewhere in there, Mike Brown was there. It's been a while since they've won. But the thing with Texas, it's a football state. It's a football state. You've got Texas. You've got Texas A&M. It's a football state. They've got money. We talked about it with Nick Saban and Alabama trying to talk about money and Texas A&M having money for NAIL deals and, you know, Texas A&M paying players and everything else. So that's number one. That's the already type of pressure. <clears throat> Texas has been talked about trying to get Nick Saban. They have the money, but just have never pulled it off. Alabama's been able to keep him. And not saying Nick Saban was going to want to leave anyway, but that's part of it. Another thing is, if you're a Sarkeesian, you've had success in the NFL, you've had success in college, you've been a successful offensive coordinator, you have national championship under you, there's high expectations. But even if you're Texas, to me there's only one school that should have this type of amount of pressure on them is the day that Nick Saban retires. The day Nick Saban retires and somebody takes that job, that's the only time that you can make any type of justification after that first year. If they don't win a national title, they don't win 10 games, of hmm, their seat's getting a little warm. That is the only school in America that should have this. People like to think Texas is like that, but Texas is not what they were. Texas is not that type of team anymore. If this would happen right after a championship year, maybe you could have this conversation. But here's the thing. For Texas to be where it is, to be on the down years for them, to have Sarkeesian come in automatically, he's in a hot seat. And again, when people don't play football, when people don't immerse themselves into what goes on to building a program, you could talk to coaches. I talk to coaches. But you got to ask those questions. You got to see what makes them tick. This is the frustrating part of giving them a year. I'm talking three to five years. And the reason why I say three to five is because you got to see what happens that third year. You've seen progression during those years. You get to that third year. Okay, you get the fourth year. You're probably going to get the fifth year and then, and then so on and so forth. When you give them one year, there's a problem. There is a problem when you only do it for one year and people talk about it, he's already going to be fired. Now, again, it's an article. It's not Texas talking that I know of. It's either fans are frustrated, maybe boosters are frustrated. But here's the thing. If you're a struggling program like Texas and a guy comes in, he's going to come in, he's going to change the way you think offensively. He's going to bring in guys and make change defense up. Now, offense and defense is, you know, in this day and age, you do a lot of similar things. It doesn't matter. They're going to come in and they're going to flip the offense or come in and flip the defense, culture. I'm sure Coach Sarkeesian has changed a little bit of what he's done after his time in the NFL, his time being around Coach Saban. 
there are things that he's going to do differently. So I'm sure even for him, the first year's trial and error. Now, according to the article, the reason why he's on the hot seat, apparently going to 2022. Um, they hit rock bottom after a 5-7 and seven mark in the 2021-2022 season, which included an overtime loss to Kansas. This is probably why he's talking about being on the hot seat because Texas isn't supposed to lose to Kansas, but people forget before leave was it last year or the year before Kansas put 50 some up on them coach Dearman offense coordinator there at the time um they're armed with top-notch recruiting class with transfer Quinn um Ewers in the fold there's no excuses now for Sarkeesian now that Lincoln Riley took his act out west things might finally be looking up in Austin the measuring stick will Come swiftly when Alabama pays a visit on September 10th. If things don't change in a hurry, Texas will be back to firing coaches and starting over once again. Now, this is where I have a problem. Texas probably will not go five and seven. Again, again, it's a rebuilding time. Can't just come in the first year. Even, even Nick Saban came in and went seven and six his first year. Have to give someone time. And you're talking about Alabama coming to down. So with Texas and Sarkeesian heading in, are they really going to lose all these games? I don't think so. I mean, they got you at uh, University of Louisiana Monroe first. Texas should probably win that one. Alabama is coming to town. And I'm sorry, Alabama is going to hurt somebody that game. UTSA was pretty good last year, but I think Texas will be a lot better. Texas can win that game. They can beat Texas Tech. They can beat Virginia. Oklahoma's going to be a tough game. People are not giving Coach Venables credit. They're th- people are saying, you know, the way they're talking about with Lincoln Riley leaving that Oklahoma is just going to fall apart, which is not true. Iowa State had a down year, but Texas should beat them. Oklahoma State is going to be a tough one. Should be Kansas State. TCU is going to be rebuilding. Yeah, they lost to Kansas. That's not going to happen again. They could beat Kansas um, and everything else. So they're going to go through and they're going to have, you know, some wins here. Um. You know, if you're talking about one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, let's just say eight wins. And that's just we're just going by skimming it really quick. Eight wins. Now you've got three more than the previous year. Now it's Texas fans, apparently, and people that write these articles. Oh my God, they've only won eight games. That's three more than the year before. So again, we're talking about progress from where it was. Again, when Alabama, when the Alabama job comes open. It's going to be different. So Steve Sarkeesian should not be on the hot seat. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.